0: This podcast allows others to tell their spiritual stories and journeys and gives them the safe space to do so. Some things said within may not always align with the views of our podcast. Here at Coven of Rejects, we believe in allowing anyone to tell their story regardless of our own personal beliefs. While we do encourage you to follow our guests on social media to better understand their journey, we do ask that you use your own intuition to discern what energy may or may not align with you. What's up, weirdos, rejects, and free spirits? Welcome back to another episode of Coven of Rejects. I'm your host, Gemini. As always, sit back. Clutch your crystals and let's get into some crazy spiritual shit. If you are not already subscribed to the Patreon, it is linked in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast. And for literally only $5 a month, you could be on there watching these podcast interviews via video and getting to see the guests and exchange in a different type of energy exchange. I have multiple different tiers on that Patreon for different prices that offer different things. So there is something for everybody. Huge announcement for the podcast, guest boxes. So if you're new here, Every single week that I have a guest on the podcast, I send them out a guest box basically just thanking them for being on the podcast and it's always just very customized to who they are, what their story is, where they are on their journey and just things that seem like they would really help them. I was thinking that I wasn't going to be partnering with a shop this season and I was really going to just be doing this myself, Um, but I do those witchcraft boxes and I have different shops that reach out to me and one shop that I have really loved um, has been the shop by Brit who goes by the satanic witch AZ on TikTok, and I am actually going to have her as a guest on the podcast coming up. But I reached out and was like, listen, would you be interested in being the exclusive shop for doing the guest boxes for Coven of Rejects podcast? She said yes. One of the really dope things about collaborating with her for this project is that this season is very witchcraft based, it feels like. We will have people of different spiritual backgrounds, but we're really in our witchcraft era right now. And she has a knowing of a lot of different people inside of the witchcraft community. So a lot of the guests that I've already had on and that I will be having, she has a unique understanding of them things that they may have gone through and shared on their social media or things that could help in their practice. So the boxes will still be personally constructed and we will be doing it with uh, the satanic witch AZ, which is Brit. And then of course, inside of those witchcraft boxes, people are also going to be getting coffee from Lost Trail Coffee. They sponsor our fucking podcast. Their Red Mountain Sumatra coffee is elite as fuck you can go to losttrailcoffee.com and get 10% off your order with code c-o-r-p-o-d it's also listed in the description wherever you're listening to this podcast Now of course coffee is good to drink on its own but you can also incorporate it into your witchcraft and I did a little bit of research about the coffee and the undertones and the blends so that I could give you guys recommendations. So I would recommend using the Red Mountain Sumatra for coffee scrying. Um, it's full body and earthy, which is going to help you ground while opening up your third eye and other senses to help you focus and see through the black mirror, if you will, illuminate messages that you haven't been seeing. Hell's revenge is going to be great for your creativity spells. It has hints of hazelnut and hazelnut is for inspiration, granting your wishes, wisdom and luck. And then Old School Joe, you can cleanse your tarot decks with that. You can keep the beans whole and inside of a box or drawer with your cards for keeping that deck clear of negative energy. You can use the Rubicon Espresso for energy attraction and affirmation. It has hints of milk chocolate, which represent the heart chakra. It's for balance, raising your emotional vibration, friendship, nourishment, and self-love. So you could stir your coffee in the morning, speaking positive words about yourself, what you want to um, exude and attract for that day, and then absorb that energy in as you drink your coffee and give yourself a little bit of peace and a great way to start your day. And then the 40s French roast is going to be what you want for keeping nightmares away. You can actually burn the coffee like an incense to keep away negative energy, spirits and nightmares. And it's a full-body dark roast, so it makes the smell a lot more potent, which makes your banishing spell work more intense. So it is the perfect blend for those baneful witches. And then we have class starting on August 1st. Um, Again, this is for anybody of any spiritual background. I have had Christians take this class, beginner witches, experienced witches, people in between, people who have no fucking idea if they're even interested in witchcraft. You just have to come with an open mind. We talk about spell work, protection magic, dream interpretation, the history of witches' circles, how to utilize them, how to construct your own, what they even are. We discuss astrology. We have so many different things. And because so many people come in um, that are not wanting to share witchcraft with others and let them know that they're learning. We show you how to do everything discreetly, and we record the class so that if you can't attend live for whatever reason, you can watch when you have a moment of privacy for yourself. This week's guest is Alexis the Glamour Witch. I'm so excited for you guys to get to hear from her. Um, something that we did not go over during the episode is that she's actually a musician as well, so she has a new song, new video that is just dropping I would really love if you guys can please go follow her. I always ask you to follow all the guests, but I want you to follow her. I want you to go check out her links. I want you to listen to her music. I personally also just downloaded a template for her planner. It's printable pages and there's so much detail on her planner. I really loved it. It was $13 and it's a fat stack of planner paper. (laughs) So please go and, um, give her a follow, check out everything that she has to offer. She does so many different things and just give her some energy exchange. I am still experimenting with the new microphone that I got. And there are pieces in here where apparently it will sound like I'm talking in an underwater fan, um, and that is the shitty mic quality. But luckily for you guys, Alexis's mic is incredible. So you'll be able to hear her and that's the entire point of it. Um, but yeah, if you have microphone recommendations, let a girl know, especially some uh, ones that will just like clip onto my shirt or on something nearby and pick up a really good audio. Appreciate you. Hi, Alexis. Welcome to the Covenant Rejects podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. So, first of all, you're just as pretty in like person on Zoom as you are in videos. And like, no, for real, sometimes people be showing up on your videos. They're like, what the
1: Like, fuck? What happened? Where's the glamour magic? Where's all the glamour magic, girl?
0: No, but you're pretty though. Welcome. Thank you
1: so much.
0: I appreciate you. You're welcome. So I have been following your page for Um, probably like a month and a half. It hasn't been too long, but I specifically was starting to dive more into like glamour magic and learning how to infuse it with wards and all types of different things. And your videos came up the most. And I like, yes. So I wanted you to be on the podcast.
1: Amazing. I love that the algorithm is algorithming for me on my behalf, (laughs) because sometimes it doesn't work that way. So You're yeah, the
0: first, when you type in like glamor magic, you, your videos are the first videos that popped up for me. So like when I was going through, it was a bunch of your videos in a row to the point that I was like, I'm understanding kind of what your ethics are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that you um cite things for people too. Like if you research and found something, you explain where you found that.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I think that that's important. Uh, I often wonder if people take those citations because a lot of people don't like to like do work outside of watching TikTok videos. So I'm glad that people are using them because I'm like, y'all, we gotta read books. We gotta, we gotta do something. Education is important. Yes, and so
0: many people will be like, I just want the information so i'll get it from whoever i find on TikTok instead right. of like using your videos as a pinpoint yes. to find out that's where i go get the information
1: exactly and i think it's important for us to not devalue the like the value of books and the texts that have been passed down you know what i mean people i know that there's more access to information because of the internet and i think that's a great place to start but i think there is like this weird thing that's happening where like, it's almost like the end of like intellectualism like where people are not really interested in like reading and like going deeper into it, they just want the answers like right now. And I think it's just because we live in that time where everything is so instantaneous. And you can just like, go on the first page of Google and find what you're looking for. But I think it's, it does something for you on a mental emotional level when you're able to research and dig and explore and i think it tells your subconscious something about your willingness to learn and grow and expand when you're not just doing surface level you know comprehension or research or data collection you know you're really going in and exploring all the different ways and cross-referencing and you know getting different points of views because we all have a different take and all of it can be valid and if you know more then you can expand upon that learning upon those teachings but without that education there you're really relying on someone to make a post and that's just like giving your power away so
0: i agree i think a big thing though is that people don't know how to research they don't know what to research and something i've talked about in the past has been the fact that you know one person can recommend a book and so someone's like great i found a book and then they'll find somebody else make a video and be like this author is awful don't you ever read that book and so it can leave people in this like but how do i know if i should do that or not and for people listening um and i wonder if you do this too as i always say Read the book, anyways, and yep. then use your own personal discernment for what information you want to take and what information you're like. Ooh, that seems a little bit too Wicca for me, you know? Right.
1: <laughs> I love that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Period with the Wicca. T- <laughs> no offense to anyone who practices Wicca, but
0: <laughs> no. And right. and I'm so open about people practicing different things on on you know my platforms, but people think that all magic is just wicca and you go to these stores and it's all wicca oh. books and you're like this is a completely minuscule aspect of witchcraft
1: man like how many times i gotta tell people that i'm not wiccan um and then they're like they're the look on their face like huh like what do you mean i thought you said you're a witch and i'm like yeah but it's like it's an umbrella like a like being a practitioner is like an umbrella you know being a witch is an umbrella term for so many other sects and i understand like from a maybe like a christian or catholic or an abrahamic per per you know like point of view it's all one thing right and so they don't know that there's like a green witch and like a glamour witch and you know a baneful witch they don't know that there's all these different other sects and they also don't know that there's like you know, ceremonial magic and pagans and Satanists and all different like there's all these different like magical sections. And Wicca is kind of like, to me, (laughs) it's like the Christianity of like witchcraft because it's pulling, it's an amalgamation of all these different, you know, spiritual practices and pulling from all these different things. It's kind of very rigid and strict and um there's a lot of really like to me rules and regulations that don't actually make any sense in the logical realm of this world like for example the threefold law if any if that was really true i i it sounds good and i like to believe that people are going to get their karma and i do believe people get what they put out but if that was true the threefold law then Motherfuckers would be paying for slavery for the Holocaust for taking indigenous people's land, you know what I mean like it's not adding up so with the data. (laughs) that We have you know it's kind of like it's convenient to say don't send that spell don't do a love working don't do curses, especially when a lot of those things come from black and brown and indigenous cultures. And they're rooted in a specific reason of balancing the scales of injustice, right? And there's always something like that in most magical practices, but in Wicca, it kind of has this like holier than thou vibe to it that just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. I'm like, I didn't leave Christianity and like work through my religious trauma to like jump back in with y'all like, no, (laughs) like I can't do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, thank you. and. Um, something that you had just discussed.
1: Shit, what was it? Um I know I went on a tangent.
0: (laughs) You said what you thought was like. We're talking about the threefold law um, or the threefold rule and um also there being like, you know, you getting back what you're putting out there. And something Mm -hmm. that I always teach in my classes is that things that you do, do have consequences. Every single thing has a, it doesn't consequences aren't bad, but if your working goes super fucking good and like, yay, you Mm -hmm. you're on fire. You make everything happen for yourself and you find out that, yeah, you are going to get all that money, but guess what? You're going to be working twice, you know, as hard as you have been working, you're going to have less time. You're going to, um, instead of worrying about money, you're going to worry about if you're a good parent, because you're spending less time with your kids to have the money that you wanted, that you needed. Like, those are the types of consequences. And instead of, so for me, what I've found with Wicca specifically is it feels very fear-based. Yeah. Like, and again, we left Christian based religions or, you know, whatever based religions so that we don't have to deal with that. So then going into witchcraft and hearing, oh, if you do that type of working, that's coming back on you. Instead of it being if you don't know how to do the protections for yourself and you don't know how to do the workings properly, don't do them.
1: Right. (laughs) Period. And it's like too, you know, uh, you know, when you go to like if a person takes a self-defense class, right, like jujitsu or like martial arts and they like take it for the wrong reason so that they can go around and like be an asshole and like fuck people up, like that person is going to find very quickly that they will meet someone who is one, not afraid of them and two, willing to kick their ass to teach them a lesson, right? And it's like, if you're going into it for the wrong reasons and you're using it to throw your weight around and to harm people, like that's gonna, it's going to naturally come back on you because it's like, if you wanna be a bully, then you're gonna meet your match at some point. And that's how I feel about like baneful magic and curses and stuff like that. It's like, you use it, As a as a form of self defense, not to just be attacking people because they piss you off or because you're having a bad day, or because they didn't compliment you or whatever like you're using it as a form of protection and when that is there when you're. Using a self defense, you know there's nothing wrong with that right like, especially when you're talking about like calling on spirits and doing certain types of magic you have to know how to fight and defend yourself, right? But it doesn't mean that you can be a bully, right? And I think that that has to do with the person and less about the spiritual practice, less about the magical application or the magical sector. It's like, who are you intrinsically in your soul? Cause if you're a petty ass bitch, then you're a petty witch, like, you know what I mean? Like you just don't be petty, like no matter what, like you are probably petty when you are a Christian and you're probably gonna be petty as a pride. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think people have to also to understand like it's 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 who you are and that's why i like glamour magic because it really hones in on your soul and like the core parts of you that are that exist there naturally it's treating those areas it's addressing those areas because that's what's coming up that's what you're imbuing right that's what you're putting on your face and, and, and imbuing in your clothes and and really standing in your light with and if that is tarnished or ugly or you know something going on that's gonna come up to the surface right and so glamour magic gives you an opportunity to participate with your inner world in a way that provides that healing but also allows you to be more in touch with the things that you're doing why you're doing it right like you're not you're not living from this place of like i need validation you're living from this place like i deserve to be seen because what's inside of me is so powerful and immense and beautiful and can be healing to the world right if i'm out here trying to fight motherfuckers there's probably some war i'm fighting within myself you know what i mean so that's my vibe on that's my tip sorry wiccans i'm so sorry i I like to fight and i'm not at war with myself um but i don't do it (laughs) i'm just kidding um
0: I always think it's funny when people throw out the like hexes and whatever and discussing baneful magic. Actually, I don't think it's funny. I get really actually super annoyed about people using the term baneful magic or baneful witch or whatever, because for me, I have a lot of respect on people that actually do their practice in that way, because there's so much that you have to do behind the scenes yes. and be educated on and make sure that you are using proper protections, that you're not mixing things you shouldn't be, that you're not tethering yourself to it accidentally. Yes. Yes. And yeah, they deserve a lot more respect than to just have people out here going, they, they hexed me and my baby. They didn't hex you and your baby. They don't know you.
1: Yeah. And I find that a lot of like baneful witches so, that are really good. They tether it to your karma, like your karmic debt. So like you can't like work out of it, right? Like you can't like do like a cleansing, like it's tied to you bettering yourself and like getting the damn point and like not doing it again. And I respect people whose curses and stuff like that are like so irreversible, that it like breaks the person down to make better choices that ultimately, you know, it's spirit led too. like, their spirit guys and their team is gonna be like, well, you know hey actually we might let this one hit like we we actually might (laughs) she needed this ass whooping for her own good so you know what we're gonna let this pass through and like i i know a lot of like baneful practitioners who incorporate that not not in every baneful working but in some of it and i just think that that shit is so genius and also just so good because there's no coming out of that right like there's no like, I'm going to do this, like, hex breaking or return to sender. Because, bitch, that's, that's on you. That's the shit that's, that you put on yourself. The staying that, that you haven't washed out, right? And I'm just showing you, I'm mirroring back to you what it is that you've been doing. And I love that shit. Because there's a lot of unfair things that happen in this world. And I think baneful witches are so important because they help us balance those scales. Because if motherfuckers could just get away with doing everything and we just said, like, just believe that the universe will you know figure it as a like god helps those who help themselves okay like the I universe helps that person <laughs> i i used to be the person that
0: was like if i can't fight you about it then mm. we're just gonna let the universe handle whatever it's got to handle and i'm gonna trust that and there are so many situations where like i'm gonna trust that all of your stank coochie energy, like everybody's mm-hmm. gonna smell the tuna and leave mm-hmm. you alone. Um, <laughs> like that, that's how you know, but there's also times where I'm like, they needs a little bit of razzle dazzle.
1: Boom. Yeah. Like fuck around and find out energy. And I think that there is. I it, it, that all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's like we, I think we like try to, I, I think a lot of people who come into the practice they come into it from this like new age love and light spirituality like perspective and like they get their shit rocked quite often because they don't understand like their karmic balances right like you understand it when you're dealing with people like in, in your relationships right like oh someone is crossing your boundaries you're allowed to assert yourself and say hey you know what i don't want to be in this relationship you don't get to do that like you're able to defend yourself like we people have those types of understandings and concepts when it comes to these interpersonal relationships but then when you know magic or witchcraft all of a sudden it's like no like we have to be we we have to like really protect like the the harmony and the love and the joy that's here on this planet we cannot be throwing curses. We can't. It's giving Tyra Banks and life advice. <laughs> no, it's serious. It's a serious issue. And I find that, you know, I live in LA, so <clears throat> you can only imagine that there are a lot of woo-woo bitches. And I'm not, I'm not against woo-woo. I'm in the woo-woo. I'm with the woo. Yeah trying to woo woo with you, you know what I mean? Like, and then we get into these spaces where people are appropriating, or they're just being absolutely just disrespectful to people's personal boundaries, or they're missing very key ingredients or information that would help people to be empowered, or they're exploiting them, you know, based off of whatever they're going through at that time, or they're over exaggerating what it is that they're capable of offering. And it's it's this really weird place all under the guise of love and light, right? And like, we're good, we're only doing light magic, we're only doing the positive, like feel good stuff. And it's like, but life doesn't even, that's not even where all of the healing, the true healing comes from is in this light space. Like you don't really know who you are and what kind of soul or spirit you have until you've gone into the underworld of your own soul and felt the darkness right like, until you've really gone to that place. That's the time where you find out who you are. That's when all the B.S. and the fluff is pushed away. That's how you find out who really cares about you. It's like this element of darkness. I have quotation marks because whatever. But it's like that element has its role and its purpose and can be so valuable and healing and nourishing for you. If you run from it, it it chases you. And that's why a lot of these people join this love and light shit, and then they'll be like, then they'll leave and they're like, ah, I was into the witchcraft stuff, but then I decided to give my life to Christ because I had this really <laughs> crazy experience. And I was like, nah, that was your spirit it's being like, okay, she's way too far on this love shit. We need to bring her into reality or them into reality because they really they think shit is sweet and it's not sweet like. You got to have the medicine too, and the medicine is bitter, sometimes it's bitter and it's gross and, and it's hard to swallow, but it's sometimes the most important thing that you can take down we just out here just feeding bitches spoonful of sugar like what are we doing. <laughs> I think that that really people
0: don't have enough of someone coming at them with, Hey, I want you to grow and do better from actually wanting to see you grow and do better. And not just because I'm being a cunt and I'm coming at you, you know, trying to be super direct. And this is where I get frustrated on like social media and stuff too, is that people will have the mutual respect with each other and their practices to be mutuals Mm -hmm. and whatever follow each other fuck with each other and then they see something that somebody's doing that they don't like and all of a sudden it's I'm gonna publicly drag you out or message you and tell you I don't fuck with you instead of saying hey babe you're looking a little bit sloppy on your page right now hey. and I just want to give you some advice because I don't think this is how you're wanting to come across
1: right and also like I I know you but be- you're better than this and yes. I don't want to see you because if I'm seeing it I know other people are seeing it too. And I know that there are people out there who would love to see you fuck up and publicly have everything taken from you. And I don't wanna see that happen to you. So I'm gonna say something to you now and whether or not you wanna take it, that's fine. Just know I care about you, I love you. I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down for you if you wanna go further into it, cool. But I give people one, uh, we have one conversation. And I just recently was talking to someone about this. And I was like, Something that I'm noticing a lot in our community right now is it's less education and sharing. And like, even if people were just like sharing spells, sharing rituals, like, you know, fun stuff, like how witch talk and, you know, used to be, right? I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't give a shit, right? Like it would be fine. But now it's like drama pages and exposing like, It's like whatever the witch talk tea is or something like that. It's like less about educating and elevating our community and like using our magic to help people or to change our world and more about like whoever can't sit with us this week, you know? And some people's entire fucking platform is dedicated to going after and exposing other content creators that they don't like. And then like, and I don't want to bring any one person because there's multiple people in this, but then it's like when sometimes people find out like, oh, I didn't have all the information or it wasn't that, there's no, the the, the same energy that they use to take that person down, it's not the same energy that they use to correct themselves and to say like, hey, I was wrong, don't send this person any more hate I should have done my research. Like, you know, there's no introspection on why really you're doing this. And it's like, I'm getting these views. People really like it. I have people egging me on in the comment section being like, yeah, call these motherfuckers out. I think that I'm like some like switch talk justice warrior. And then it's like, well, then you put yourself in a position where if you ever fuck up, there is no grace for you. So, what you are doing now is putting yourself on the chopping block. The more you go on and on, uh, making it your personal job to expose. I mean, I understand like some people need to be called out. And it's not that I've never like stitched a person video and been like, what the fuck is this bullshit? But I very rarely participate in like just one on one drama with the content creator, nor will I be like, I want to come on here publicly and say that I'm no longer friends with so and so five three witchy pussy 573. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck with her like, you know. You won't see that you won't see it on my page because it's like if I don't fuck with you, it's because I don't fuck with you and I don't need to announce that because it's my personal reasons. And I can't say that there's somebody else that shouldn't fuck with you or isn't gonna learn from you in some way that's not that's not up for me to decide. But when we like try to make this like it's very clicky, very mean girl vibe, but then under the guise of like, I'm just helping the community. I'm just, I'm just doing goddess work, you know, just trying to like expose these people, you know, they're taking advantage. It's like, but you're taking advantage. You're taking advantage of people by playing on their hunger for drama, for your views, and to be seen and have a reputation of like, oh, I'm the person that's above this. I'm above all of it. When, when the Pipe Piper comes for you, let's pray it. You never make a mistake that someone doesn't misinterpret what, you, what you've what you said or done, that nothing in your past could be drug up and exploited because you created a lot of enemies on the back end and you've done a lot of, how you handle it is going to speak volumes. You know, I, I think I, there's a recently a, a woman who, uh, she had one of those moments and I really liked her because I was like, she does call people out, especially on like spiritual psychosis and stuff. And then some shit came out about her and she just didn't handle it the way that I assumed somebody who has taken this position of like being bettering themselves and bettering your community and helping people tap into these, you know, the truth, how I would expect you to handle it, you know, if if you're above that and then you get caught doing something that's not really above board. I would expect some humility or some, you know what? You're right. But it's that aggressive like, no, I don't have to, I don't have to like apologize. I don't have to take responsibility. I'm the good guy, remember guys? I'm the one who's helped you guys figure out who was bad. You can't do this to me. And then the the facade falls, the mask falls from their face. And all of a sudden, oh, this was a power trip for you. This was, This whole time was an insecurity thing. You took an opportunity where you saw people who were doing fucked up things and you felt like, oh, I'm not that fucked up. I'm now going to make my platform about exposing those people. But you're not above it in terms of like, I wouldn't do it. It's just, I'm not going to get caught. (laughs) And now I have this reputation and this following behind me that's going to protect me. And the universe always has a way of being like, baby, stand 10 toes down on that shit. Stand 10 toes down. And when you can't, when the light that is on you is brighter than the light that is within you, people always crumble. They always crumble on that weight. You know? Well, I and mean?
0: when you get your following, when your following is based on people that like drama and that are feeding off of that and always looking for the next scoop, and the next story, and whatever, that's what they're wanting, and you being now the butt of that energy source, and them being able to go directly from you, now all of those people, not only were they along for the drama ride, but now they probably feel betrayed by your platform in the same way that you did in some way, and so now there's an emotional thing behind it, because wait, you weren't authentic with me in the beginning, and- I think that, so like for myself personally, I'm very much what you were describing. Like I, I'm not going to, the last thing that I'm going to do is give somebody clout on my page and have them have people find out about some type of drama when nobody knew who the fuck they were in the first place. I I took the time to put it on my page because there are plenty of times that I'll be scrolling and someone's talking about somebody and I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck you're talking about. Like you're literally bringing people into your shit that don't even know what's going on. Right. I, I just simply would never, but if you, I think that for me, I've had people that have had issue with me. I'm not going to address you on my page. You didn't come to me direct. I don't know you. Fuck you. Yeah, Um, exactly. Period. But if it's something that like something that I was actively doing is harmful, I would have to say something about that. You know what I mean? There's a difference between one person being like, oh my God, give me that up. Okay. And then a lot of people coming to you and being like, Hey, like you should have thought about this a little bit more and right. humbling thine self and right. coming at it with, even if you don't, let's be honest, like we can offend people or do something wrong without having meant to like, yeah. you can, and that's where people don't ever want to take accountability because, well, I didn't mean it that way. Well, you didn't mean it that way, but it was taken that way. So sometimes you just have to suck it up and say that publicly so that people know that you're not out here just free and being wild and
1: yeah. harmful. Yeah. It's definitely, it's like, it's really interesting because there are some people that you just see who are never in any shit. Like you just, they're never in any drama. They're never like, they're never in the mix And I wonder, and I feel like I'm one of those people, although I do, I do love doing a good stitch on someone's ridiculousness and like turning it into a joke. But it's like, there are people who are consistently in that shit all the time. And I'm like, why, why are you constantly? And they're like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing, it's not me. They're like coming at me and it's like, but there's a reason for that. And there's a reason why some people would never have, it doesn't mean that they don't have enemies. It doesn't mean they don't have beef they're just not participating and i think it speaks to a larger like it almost feels a little bit like <clears throat> like it's this need for attention like even if it's bad press feeding to this gives me some type of satisfaction and i'm like could we be feeding that with something else
0: something want more followers
1: they want right. numbers number sustain ourselves right with something else like something that's more long lasting and helpful and beneficial to your overall mental health and well-being and and what are you teaching other people who are trying to come up and be teachers themselves you know don't ever fuck up don't fail because i will be right there to catch you And to expose your ass you have no leeway to learn and to grow and to fail, you know i'm pretty sure there's probably been things in my time I. I feel like at this point I probably would have someone would have brought it up, but I feel like there's been things in my past where I just didn't know like there was a period of time where I didn't. I didn't know about the the difference between white and black magic and those terminologies and the racially motivated energy behind those terminologies. I didn't know. So when I first started off, I was saying black magic, white magic. And I knew that what I was talking about was baneful magic and magic that really wasn't intended to do any harm to anyone, but it was just meant to improve your life or whatever the case may be. And those videos are still up, but it's not because I, I'm, you know, because I was trying to like create some type of drama or because I'm like just so certain of myself, I didn't know I had the information, and as I progress, you'll see me change my verbiage and my terminology, right? And if there's no room for that, it's it creates a fear in our community of I have to be completely 100% skilled before I can ever come onto the internet, before I can ever share. But we don't we don't expect those things out of you know. Artists or other types of content creators, or you know what I mean? There's room to fail and fuck up, just like there should be room in your life to fail and fuck up. Some things are really bad, and you're like, bro, you gotta take a time out. And other things are just like, you're just uneducated and you don't know. It's how you handle it, right? It's the grace that you are willing to have for other people as well as yourself when you fall short. And there's not enough of that in our community. And it's created this, this kind of almost sickness, it feels like a a disease. Now where there's no room. And I'm not talking about like, you know, crazy shit, people saying racist shit or sexist or xenophobic things. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about crazy stuff. I'm talking about just little basic shit, right? There needs to be some leeway, right? And we don't have it there because it's not it's not it's expected that if you get on the internet and you start talking you have to know everything about this thing you have to be an expert you can't just be sharing your craft and where you are right now you can't just be enjoying finding your community oh i had this experience with my spell and it worked and i want to share it with you guys so you can have it it's none of that it's none of that now And that's how it was at the beginning and it was pure and unadulterated and now it's militant and it feels religious. in it's like nature now of like control and and their hierarchies and like who can say what and and it's like it's 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 crazy now it's crazy and (laughs) i'm like i'm like a part of me wants to address it and like talk about it another part of me is like is it worth it on some of these platforms and is it worth it to to try to go into that space because sometimes it's like people need a power trip they need something that gives them a feeling of being in control or like i'm The most powerful witch in North America. Oh my God. I I shit you
0: not when you were talking about I was just going to segue you into Mama Uni or whatever the fuck her name is to talk to you about that. Did you fucking had to have seen that? I did, yeah.
1: I, you know, I think we all did. And I it's funny because I I thought about reaching out to see if she wants to come on the podcast, but
0: I told I was telling my uh, my best friend, I was like go and look at her page. And I said, because I'm either gonna be sitting there like, wow, you got a lot to say. Or I'm gonna be so fucking lost on the crazy train that I don't know what destination we're going at. And <coughs> I don't know that I could do an hour of listening to like, I'm, let me show you the tattoo on my hand and the five points.
1: <sighs> there's a place where, I mean, again, like I said, there's woo woo and then there's woo woo. Oh, gets
0: me because listen like i have acceptance for everybody on whatever path they're on whatever magic exactly. you want to do live your life oh my God, do you baby what i don't like is the i'm the most powerful yeah 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 because i have this tattoo take my seminar to learn how to believe in yourself <sighs>
1: And it's like, she's like black magic and white magic, but I'm a red magic. I perform red magic, which is a combination of the two. And then when she she described black magic, she used black people as the example. I'm like, she so she so somebody like don't call it black magic don't blah blah, blah. and then her she responded to the comment and was like well i'm just saying like black magic is like ifa and like you know these african voodoo so she does all these
0: african traditions and then what she considers to be white people traditions she blends it all up and she's red
1: she was like it's not racial it's not about race but i use i'm but she uses black People or African traditions as the example for black magic. And she's like, they're the only ones that really do, they're the ones that dabble in like curses and stuff like that and voodoo dolls and stuff. And it's like, if you think that black people or people of like that specific sector of magic is the only, what about Italian folk magic? You don't think motherfuckers is not cursing? you don't think people are out here like in Italy Italy doesn't have curses yeah Italy people in Italy don't curse what that's crazy I'm
0: so confused they eat pizza and curse that's everyone else. <laughs> easy
1: if you know it's it's interesting to me too it's like the same thing with people who have have like issues with qualms with love spells right I don't give a fuck, right to me it's like you can't be holier than thou with all this shit you're already in here you're in the club you up in this bitch okay either you're with us and you're riding out or you're not either you don't fuck with that specific spiritual practice and you're like whatever but you can't get on your high horse like i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be killing sacrificing animals but that's just not my fucking vibe it's not that i'm like it's it's not that i don't care about animals or that i do like i'm an activist it's just that's not something to me that resonates but i understand that that's a part of certain people's cultures and that's fine right i'm not going to talk shit on people who like kill chickens and and goats and stuff like that and sacrifice them because if that works for them and that's their spiritual like that's them but i don't have to participate in it and it doesn't affect my life directly so why the fuck do i give a fuck? you know what i mean but if you're gonna come on here and be like oh you can't do love spells like don't do love magic and it's like because it's cursing it's taking away people's free will I was like but you are taking away people's free will if you do a spell to get a job and there's six other people who are more qualified than you but because you knew magic you swayed the position or took the free will of the interviewer to choose you and you got the job and there might have been one person in there that was the perfect person for the job who deserved it more who needed it more Whatever, but because you know how to manipulate energy and you're a practitioner of magic, you got it. But we don't see that as baneful magic. We don't see that as taking away people's free will. We just say, like, no, it was like divinely. It's like picking, we get to pick and choose, like how Christians pick and choose what verses in the Bible, uh, you know, help support why they can live their life not according to their own rules. And if you don't fuck with something cool but it shouldn't be a blanket thing for everyone if that's your moral code make that your moral code but you don't need to come on the internet and tell people that they shouldn't do love spells like i have people on my page i block those people too by the way i don't even go back and forth with people i have people on my page that come on like well i'm so beautiful i don't have to do glamour magic i'm so what the fuck about you and your (laughs) temples patrice It's like I don't have so grateful that I'm naturally gorgeous. And I don't have to do glamour magic. It's like, if you think that if I didn't do glamour magic, I would be somehow ugly, like like this is a Disney movie. Like, like people are rotten like, I'm like, rot. I'm I'm like, like <laughs> stole through the comments,
0: which is the entire point of glamour magic. Isn't so that you're aesthetically pleasing. It's because you figured out your inner shit.
1: Like, I'm like, well, and it's clear that they don't know anything about glamour magic or their their ex- the, the extent of what they know is what most people know is illusion and beauty, right? Beauty and attraction, illusion and beauty and attraction, and those are valid things that that glamour magic can provide. But it's so much deeper than that because the reason why people decide to become glamour witches is not just because they want to look pretty. It does something for the soul. It's it's the epitome of self love and self care. It's pleasure. It's art. It's romance. It's the it's it's Falling in love with you and your life and the world around you. It's seeing the beauty in all things, even the darkest things. You find the beauty in everything in life. It brings more sweetness to life. In, even in those darkest moments, you're able to take your pain and sadness and weave it into a spell that brings more beauty into your life. That's why people become glamour witches, not because they want to impress some dusty ass dude or like try to get the attention of some people on the Internet. Some people or- just want to be cute because they want to be cute. And
0: it doesn't have anything I- to do with somebody's dirty dick.
1: Right. So, or, or just or trying to to be perceived a certain way. And I think if we, you know, and I think when people come on to the comment section, they think that they're doing something. Obviously, they think that they're like, like, ooh, got you. Like, mm, like, a, let's let's see what, who you really are. If you didn't have Glamour Magic, I was like, I'd still be this person because before I was a Glamour Witch, I had no real. My confidence was rooted in other people's perception of me. And I had no idea who the fuck I was. And I was desperately seeking for identity and people to care about me, family, groups, whatever. I was, I, I was looking outside of myself for something greater and I couldn't find it and I became desperate. I couldn't pull myself out of toxic situations or toxic relationships because I felt that they were a source, like, a, like, a, like there were water and bread and, and everything that I needed. And then it would take me down these crippling paths I couldn't figure out how to like circle back to, you know, remembering what it was like to be in the state of joy when I was really in a dark place. I had no, no place or no system in place for healing. So this work has expanded my awareness of who I am, but the type of healing that I can provide the world, it's given me a sense of purpose. It's helped me realize that like, I didn't come here to just like, work a job and like whatever, then maybe like pop out a couple of kids and get married. and Like I had a greater purpose that I could create something so meaningful that like goes beyond my physical life. My body has decayed in the ground of this legacy that I could leave, you know, that would ex- spread around the earth. It began to expose me to the idea that like I did have a purpose here. I did have a reason. All the things that I was going through in my life, they meant something. All the pain and the the, the trauma and all the bullshit that people have said and done to me. It wasn't just pointless character development. It was to show me something about my soul. There was a call that was being there and the Glamour Magic helped me answer the call. It gave me the confidence to pick up the phone. It gave me the confidence to look in the corner and see those dusty ass boxes that I still had not unpacked. It gave me the confidence to open up the closet and turn on the light. And like, although I'm scared because I don't know what the fuck is in here, maybe some skeletons or a Ooga Booga Man or just some other oh, shit. <laughs> like. But it gave me the confidence to be like, no, I want to know what everything is. I want to know all the parts of me. I want to see it. And if it's not beautiful and if it's messy and if it's chaotic, I want to heal it. I want to fix it. I want to make it better. You know, if I didn't have that, I would not be able to. I wouldn't be able to put out music the way that I'm doing. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And so it's so much more than beauty because your face is going to change. Your body is going to change. You know, all these things, the physical parts of you, they will change, right? But when they do, you will explore them as a new adventure, a new journey. You'll give thanks another year of life. Instead of, I see people on on TikTok worried about the fucking age app. And it's like, it's a funny like little filter, you know, shows you what you might look like when you're older, but it's like, to even get that old, is such a gift that we all take for granted, especially right now when there are plagues and there are mass shootings and they're I'm all
0: trying to feed you fake fucking
1: laboratory grown chicken. Exactly. There's so many fucking ways to die now and so many. <laughs> and to get to that age, to get that's a rite of passage. It is a life lived. Now that did me dirty. You say whatever you want to, but that filter <laughs> did me fucking dirty. My, it did me dirty too, but I'm like, I'm not about to look like this.
0: That's not when how I said. I think in the caption, I said, I will be full of so much Botox. <laughs> <laughs> I will not, my eyes were like where my cheekbones are. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They were eye.
1: like the sagging of the eyes is really like, it's really crazy.
0: I but will say like, my Nana, um, she's not. I mean she's a witch but she thinks that she's a Christian scientist which is fine.
1: Okay. Um
0: but she's one of those I when I think of glamour witch she's 1000% who I've always thought of and the um you don't ever she always used to tell me that just because you're poor doesn't mean that you have to look poor that you can exude yourself to people any way that you want to. And so, you know, when you're putting your earrings on, you speak, you know, your intention, whatever, when you're putting your makeup on and, and she it always has her outfits and whatever. And she heals people by like making food and having them over and like Amazing. giving them energy that she does with yes. praying. There we go. And so when you're talking about glamor, witch. I totally see it as all of the different layers to it. And I am listening to you trying to explain things and like have this like deep rooted meaning behind it. And I just want you to know that like, I understand all of these like different layers and dimensions of you that are difficult for you to exude and explain and it's impossible for you to get it in, in this interview in like, right. minutes. um, so I always encourage everybody to go and follow. I always say, even if you don't love everything that the person said, go and show support, learn about a different craft that's different than your own. And so I hope that you get that support from listeners out after this interview airs.
1: Absolutely. And I'm really appreciative of being here and being able to share and um, and just like, you know, have a chance to talk more about this, because I do feel like we are in a time where people need to know that there's more reasons to practice magic than to just like get money or to like, be cute, like this work can really change your life and and heal you for the better.
0: Which is why people get pissed about aesthetic
1: witches, by the way. (laughs) Yes.
0: I've seen so many that's an argument that I've been seeing a lot is people that are like your craft can be aesthetically pleasing and you're not an aesthetic witch and I would just like to clarify that you can have an aesthetically pleasing craft that doesn't make you an aesthetic witch right aesthetic witches are people who don't have any fucking idea why they're using a pendulum why they have a besom on their Mm -hmm. altar they don't even know what an altar is but they're goddamn. they saw on pinterest They They love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. They, you know, all of the things, which by the way, I love that show. I Um, do too.
1: (laughs) But my thing is also The Magicians. That's like the Magicians are everything to me. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's a fantastic series. Honestly.
0: I have not seen The Magicians.
1: Oh, girl you are in for a treat what i tell you it's on netflix you can watch it on netflix hang on i got my tabby right here yeah but you i'm telling you it's like the modern like it modernized magical practices they also incorporate real magical rituals and spells and and theory into the show so it's like it's not insulting you know it's not this it's like you know sometimes it's fun to be whimsical like which is apparently Eden. i
0: have in fact watched three or two and a half seasons
1: oh snap okay i don't remember any of this so i'll be rewatching. watching <laughs> well may, maybe someone else watched it who knows i don't know but look it's amazing it's one of my favorite shows but i think too it's like yeah aesthetic I'm, you know, I'm all about a good aesthetic video. I'm all all about pretty works, like pretty spell, uh, you know, like candle magic. I think that that's great. I, I mean, I'm I'm literally a glam rich, so I get it. But it is like if you're doing it as a costume instead of doing it because it's serving your life. I mean, I guess it could be serving your life in terms of just making you happy, but like. This is people's true spiritual path. This is, you know, like it's a cosplaying as a Christian or cosplaying as a Buddhist or cosplaying as like, you know, it is a little odd and and weird. And also just like, well, what's the point? Like, what are you getting out of it? So that's how I feel about aesthetic witches is like, if if it's aesthetic, because it just so happens that you just like it that way, cool. But if you're doing it as performative costume wear, Now you're looking a little fishy. Looking a little like what's going on here? What's what's up? (laughs) I just
0: learned that. So the show, The Originals, which is a spinoff of Mm -hmm. Vampire Diaries, yes, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um. So one of the producers was saying that she actually got a call after season one because they were like doing spell workings and chants or whatever, and that she had an actual Louisiana witch reach out to her and was like you're fucking with shit that you shouldn't be fucking with and you're putting spell work into people's homes that you don't know about by them watching it and partaking and the producer said that you know when she was when they were writing the scripts and everything she went on to Google and she found all these different spells and then she would switch things around and she would change the words. They had Latin, they had Creole, they had all kinds of different verbiage in there and um, that she never thought that it would be disrespectful or harmful for her Mm -hmm. to take the words and switch them around and, you know, move things and whatever. And it made me just like, this is why there should be more education on things instead of just right. making fun of it and hollywoodizing like Yeah. If we were going to go and make shows and movies about like christian ceremonies and stuff, you'd have right. all kinds of people at your throat about how that's not accurate. Right. And exactly. mm-hmm. Nobody does that when it comes to witchcraft. People can make whatever shows they want, say whatever crazy ass shit, and then you have people who believe it. If they put inside of Sabrina the Teenage Witch that we fuck goats, under the full moon and
1: the fucking people would have watched that and thought it the devil worship in sabrina is just like it was so over the top over devil the top. worship i'm like okay like we get it like she's like okay how's like church is like, like
0: low-key you guys make it look really fun
1: it's like it's like like loop like come on like okay. you know what i mean like rub me down with some oil, like <laughs> I know you're like. Wait, do I believe this? No, I don't believe this. But like, 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 what can we can we do this? Though? Like under the moonlight, like let's do it. Like you know what I mean? It's it was, it, and then also like I like that it changed to like more goddess worship, and then they started okay, yes. like, and I was just like, yes, that's that's this is giving more like this makes more sense, but the, also just like so, like Satanism is not the same as like just witchcraft. Like it's- I'm gonna again, have
0: a Satanist on the podcast.
1: Yeah, it's like Satan is like, just the way that they went about it. And like, it just wasn't a little, it was just a little too much. It was just like, I was like, you guys are, it's like Christian's worst nightmares of what they think that like witches are doing in like the privacy of their home. I was like, you guys are really playing on this and like, but there was so many good moments. I will say though, I didn't like the casting of Sabrina. I think they could have chosen different actress to play Sabrina. She was honestly like, everybody else in the show was fantastic. I feel like she was the one that was the odd ball out and she's the lead, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I just didn't believe her. I didn't believe her. Well, she was like, she didn't take me anywhere. She took me out of it sometimes with the ways of her reactions and stuff. And I was like, I was like, girl, no, girl, we could have hired somebody else with blonde hair, little blonde Bob. Like, she probably doesn't even have blonde hair. She probably had a wig. Well, because she wasn't she on Mad Men. She was a little girl on Mad Men. And she did have blonde hair. Oh, I seen her
0: face before when it took me it took me like, I remember it taking me like two or three episodes to get into it because you go into it knowing Sabrina, the teenage witch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, Holy Satan, what just happened? Um, so crazy. <laughs> I did love though that what they did with that show was they did start off with the being bound in a completely patriarchal society and mm-hmm. having no voice and no right and following right. What you know, a Helda specifically like following exactly what she thought was supposed to be done and what, or no, Zelda, what she was supposed to be doing, and then morphing that into having, like, oh, I keep getting fucked over in this way. Oh, my gifts aren't appreciated. Oh, this magic is, you know, rooted in something else. I want to, you know, be what I can rely on and then have that feminine energy. And the plot twist for me was when she was having her lesbianic affair yes all of a sudden that lesbian woman was the fucking keeper of the grave that oh what's his name um yeah so remember she turned into uh it had been the guy that was lying and he is like i thought he was like a um I don't know why I don't say like new I remember
1: the woman the black woman but I don't remember that specific scene um but I was looking (sighs) back that pairing I was like because it was it was unexpected I was like wait uh, is it are they yes um what is this
0: Oh the Netflix god. Sabrina dark baptism explained by a real witch. Ooh, that's what comes up on Google when I'm looking. I I typed in black goddess and Sabrina. Oh my <laughs> god! With, <gasps> oh, oh, that's right. He became the and and I know that like I know that it's um he's like keeper of the underworld. You see him a lot in like New Orleans practices, but I think that's because he's like a like African
1: god yes. Like uh, I think it's Baron Sumdi, or something
0: like that. Yeah. Or it
1: might be like Papa Leg. No, it's not Papa Legba, but
0: was it? Because I felt like it Yeah, but, it, but I do never- know what
1: you're talking about. Cause yeah, he's the yes. And then and-
0: she was like, I'm sorry, I've lied the whole time. Oh
1: my god. Yeah. Was
0: him. Yeah. Oh my god. That's at the very end. And then she was like, My torrid lesbian affair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Poor guy. She's like, Well, hey, look, I mean, you know, switch it up. Maybe you're by.
0: <laughs> no. Well, we've gone off on a crazy roller coaster, but thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing so much. I'm gonna have to have you back because yes. I actually wanted to get into more like specifics of glamour workings and stuff. So if you're down, we should schedule some I do a Patreon that's outside of the podcast. And I love doing educational things there. And I would love to do some like educational thing on Glamour Magic. Yes,
1: I would love that. Love that so much. Sweet. Well um I will let
0: you know when the podcast is going to be posted. Um I post it on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day. (laughs) And um I'm spiteful like that. And so i will going to let you know when it's going to drop and you're always welcome to talk about the podcast on your platform, being okay, on, cool. talk about whatever you want. If you talk shit about me, just tag me so I can <laughs> do edit. Um, and that's it.
1: So are you going to use the video, like some of the clips from the, from our video situation as well? Yep. So I use
0: clips for promo and I'll tag you in those. Okay. Um, and then The video is available on Patreon. I make it available to every tier. The audio is free for people to listen to and I distribute it to all podcast platforms. Okay,
1: perfect. Amazing. Love that. Thank you for having me.
0: You are very welcome. I hope you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.